Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. Welcome to the show. It's Monday morning-ish. Somewhere. It's Monday morning somewhere, <laughs> right, Andrew? Hey, man. <laughs> I, just, I just feel like we're in a Corvette within glass. A little my eyes are looking a little too puffed up. I just woke up from uh, my second nap of... Well, I took a nap to sleep last night, so it's nap two, but no, no sl- actual sleep. Um, just terrible nightmares all the, through oh. the night and uh, puffy eyes. And I have to be on camera for this. I'm doing Girls Gotta Eat after this, the podcast. Listen to me on that next week. Um, and I just don't want my eyes to be puffy for that. But they are not. Uh, well, they're going to de-puff by then. Right now, they're puffed up. Puff Daddy. They're also going by P. Diddy and... Sean Combs. Sean Combs. And you can see them in a jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah. And they Smoke can see them on while a you do date me. on Demois yesterday. And he was being very respectful. Like someone, Demois, you know that thing that people send celebrity sightings into and gossip? They're like, Sean Diddy Combs on a date. And he's being very respectful of her. It's like, what did you think he was going to be doing? Pouring champagne down her ass and like licking it off her labia? Well, and while he slaps it? Ciroc, maybe. 
Yeah. Well, definitely Ciroc if it's going to be anything. <laughs> God, you can, you see you Brian can tell Cranston. so often that they really want to drink something else, but they have to drink their own stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah. Brian, Not that it Brian Cranston and that uh, Aaron, the other guy from Breaking Bad, they have their own tequila. Yes. I mean, it's... A... Stop it with the tequila. <laughs> Do a taste test with Ky- with um, Kendall's tequila, um, George Clooney, um, that screaming guy from Breaking Bad who probably is truly unlikable in person just based on his demeanor and everything else about him, and um, and just being an actor in general. Yeah, I mean, Brian these Cranston, guys are making I, billions of dollars. And who's the other? There's someone else that has a, a tequila too. Oh, um, and uh, Kevin Hart. Get all their tequilas and have them all taste test them, blindfold them, and, and see if they can tell the difference. Because I guarantee you they can't. Yeah, and replace them all with God, vodka. that would be amazing. Yeah. I would love to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be my dream. If, if I could have a make-a-wish, it would be for all of those charlatans oh. to get together and have to try to guess which one is their stupid tequila <laughs> acting like they go to the lab and Nick they actually Jonas. taste different ones. What? Nick Jonas has a tequila. Yeah, I love how Jonas, like the Rock, the Rock is like has one too. He's like I've I lived inside a cactus inside Mexico for nine months. <laughs> he does have like if he's like putting his arms up. <laughs> he, he does, does have look his like own a ca- cactus. He's his own brewery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how they get it they out of really his nipples. They really do act like they and they're you know if I ever make something too, I'm sure I'll have footage <laughs> of me in the lab with a fucking coat on talking to scientists like. And your Instagram caption equals. will be like 18 paragraphs about how it changed your life and how. Yes. You know, making kiwi vodka. And my daughter will be in the picture with me. <laughs> Who you don't like, even have. Yes. Yes. Just a made up one, that a, a dead one that you dug up to put in the photo. <laughs> one of the scientists lend me theirs. It, that's you have a I'll, coat on and you're like, hey, with a beaker and a I'll one, be in a some dropper. vineyard acting like I, my feet are on the ground, touching the, the roots, <laughs> tasting the grapes to make my tequila wine. I'm going to do tequila wine. That's, hey, <laughs> man, it makes your clothes fall off. Wait, isn't that the uh, song? Tequila yeah. wine. Wait, is that a thing? No, no, strawberry wine. Oh, <laughs> Straw tequila wine. 17. 17. Wait, is this going to be an inappropriate song? Which you know how one? you d- dissect songs oh. and they sound so rapey and like a little pedophilic? No, that one's Strawberry fine. Strawberry wine, 17. Hot July moonlight, saw everything. First dates of love, saw you were 43. 43. Yeah. Okay, Maybe there it we is go. bad. You know, the first verse, not so much. You get to the second verse, it really just starts falling off the deep end. By the third one, you Giving me math lessons in your basement. Doug. You took off my bra. And you said, how many bras do you have on now? God, I can't wait to taste that. It sounds delicious. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, what were we talking about? Um, tequila morning. Tequila. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. I look hungover. Now, uh, how do you depuff for all the women out there that want to get a puff out? How do you get the puff oh out? Oh my god. Uh, other well, than sleep. H. I've never tried, but you know because it it makes your the thing on your asshole kind of shrivel. The hemorrhoids. Yeah, it sucks the moisture yeah. out. Yeah. I really. It's all about. Um. I really believe it's all about light touches on your face to get your lymphatic like you're supposed to touch on right below your neck like right below your ear on your neck like lightly to stimulate your lymphatic system and then you sweep the moisture out towards those spots and lymphatic drainage i think is what it's called but i um didn't have time to do that today and so i look like i'm a horse doing dressage (laughs) 
Is that a, oh I love that word. Dressage. Is I didn't that know that a word? was a word. That's like it when is. horses go like clunk, 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 clunk. Oh, and they like dance. That. Is that dressage? Yeah, I think it's like a beauty pageant for horses or something. Oh, and they I get love to show that. Off their skills. I love a horse. I think that's my favorite word next to brandish. Or brandage. So we, we, I don't know if you listened to the podcast with me and the ladies last week, but we coined a new term. Oh, what is it? It's called erape, when something is ear rape. Like a word or like something, you know, um, Anya gave my favorite example of when someone posts something on Instagram, like they do like a tribute to their husband. And usually if someone's posting about their husband, it's not his birthday or an anniversary. The the marriage is failing and it's a last ditch attempt to prove to everyone that you love your person because that person just came to you and said, I'm not showing up enough on your Instagram. And then they make a caption that says this one. Oh, that's so bad. That was my favorite one. Today um, on the girls chat that Noah, you're not in because you don't do WhatsApp and I don't want to overwhelm you with those things, but you're welcome in if you ever want back in. Thank you. Um, We were talking about irape and Anya was like, Nikki, do you have any irapes? And I was like, I really don't. I can't, none come to mind for me. Um, and she was like, you're just so accepting of others. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? did you hear my new theory about marriage? I'm not coming to your wedding unless you're over 40 or have been together for four years. No, um, Anya said that. No, she was like, you just don't judge other people. I'm like, I can, I don't know. Words don't really bum me out as much, but today we were kind of getting into it. And Anya said a new irape was, I'm going to tuck into this gnocchi. Like the word gnocchi for me is disgusting, but tuck when someone says they're gonna tuck into a meal. Yeah, that gnocchi, that is a what's the you're, G? It's gnocchi. a gnocchi. It sounds like you're going It sounds like you're choke. Yeah, choke. <laughs> <laughs> Let's throw a G on choke. No, but a, a G Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll take that. Is I that love what you're having? Gnocchi's being made though. That's a very soothing thing where they roll them up. Oh, Ooh. they're little pillows. They're so. I cute. do want to get in there. Oh, they're just little pillows of pasta. <laughs> yeah, just put um, a little weight vest on me. And uh, what were the other ones that someone said? Oh, uh, oh yes. Last Have you seen House of Gucci? Speaking no. of gnocchi. Oh no, but that I heard oh, that accent. You gotta is... watch it terrible please watch it sometimes well, she was trying something that really a lot of people enjoyed and a lot of people didn't <laughs> now make that italian now do you talk <laughs> like this was it more like oh. this was it like this oh uh, you're taking kind me of? back to last night oh man you watched it last night <laughs> yeah it's two and a half hours why would you watch that of all the things to watch on tv it's a nice in between of a, a oh, girl like a, and a guy oh that wanna, is true yeah yeah, it kind it, of. I like I like a story. I like those kind of stories of like biopics. how the family felt. Biopics, yeah, yeah. just a true story yes. that's made up. <laughs> it's really good. Like, it there's is. a lot of. It, it, I mean, I heard people say either it was great or it was terror or it was a. I think it's both. It's you know? both. Yeah. I mean, Pacino but tries you, to did do. Did you see Elvis yet? Because no. I'm wondering if Tom Hanks's Colonel Tom Parker is a lot like Lady Gaga's. Whatever. Yeah, where it seems overdone. Who is she? Who is she doing impression of? The woman. I don't know how much you want. The, Versace. Gucci's. No, a different woman. Gucci's wife. So okay. Like third Gu- generation Gucci. Gucci's wife. Okay. Yeah. Gucci. Who? Do you know the story? Nah. Oh. I answered that like, do you want to hear the story? Nah. I, you I got it wanna, all in one word. I got it. It's, <laughs> uh, that nah was stronger. Is it a really yeah, good story? Okay. Then why wasn't it made before? Uh, I don't, it's not that long ago. 
Oh. There's a lot of great stories out there that never became three and a half hour Ridley Scott. Does it movies. get to the point of when, you know, like Gucci becomes like this just like n- late, n- I guess maybe mid to mid aughts becomes like this. It got, it was mostly when from did all like of a sudden 1970 everything through and G's on it. 19- everywhere. They had that for a while. Oh, they did. But 70 through 95, they were actually hurting a little bit. Yes. I, it's going. Oh, it's all family betrayal. Yeah, a, a movie has a part where things aren't good. Well, surprisingly, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but anyhow, do you oh, think it's a and Jay Leno, to tell someone, not Jay Leno. What's <laughs> no way? What's his name? I can't wait to hear who you're gonna say. <laughs> Jason Leto. No, Jared J- Leto. Jared Leto. <laughs> Actually, I can see how that would be one. I oh, uh, I had a mannerism. Uh, uh. That really was because you confused two men. Yeah, <laughs> I'm dumb. Um, uh, Jared Leto is yeah. in it. That's right. He plays. You know, anytime a character that's so good looking plays ugly, it's amazing. Do you see Brendan Fraser looking fat for that new movie? I thought that was in real life. It's yeah, I know. It looked like it was just like a scene from his life now. But he uh, plays a, a movie that he's the 600 pound man or something. Oh wow! Yeah, and so but it looks real. And I know people are like, why don't they get a real sex? It's just like, I don't know. They're probably too lazy to learn to. No, don't say that. What? That is fat phobic. What? It makes people think that fat people are lazy, which they are not, Andrew. They um, either don't give a fuck and just like the way they are, they have a thyroid condition, or they have a eating disorder. And that's just straight up. That's not me being facetious um wait what is it a spoiler if i tell you that a movie yeah ends disappointingly is that a spoiler for you i feel like good no i didn't like the ending it, it ended kind of uh is that yes. a spoiler i don't think it is because it's your opinion most it's movies end like it. that that aren't a yeah, romance comedy a i mean what movie ends oh my happy? god i mean like uh, most of them I mean, that's kind of a trope of movies that they all end. <laughs> it's usually, if a movie ends disappointingly, it's like... I love a movie that ends oh, disappointing. Oh, I love a, an ambiguous ending. Mm. You don't even... you don't even, Draw your own conclusion. Build your own story. I like, a, I like the biopic pick, and then you go to Wikipedia to go, what was the real story? Mm. And you find out like two other things. Yeah. <laughs> or like 14 things that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, speaking of biopics and stuff, like, and well, I guess it doesn't really relate, but yes, it does. True events. I'm on my third Columbine book. Oh. I'm reading the um, book, um, A Mother's Reckoning, I believe that the name of the book is, by Sue Klebold, Dylan's, Dylan Klebold's mother. And it is great. Oh my God. A mother, you know, because. When that stuff happens, the boys weren't around to punish, so the parents became the worst people in the world. Yeah. Like it's the, obviously the their biggest, fault. It yeah. was worldwide. Yeah, I mean, even I thought that. I mean, I was young, but even I remember being like, these parents must have been either negligent, abusive, or kind of. But they did draw up the plans, which I thought was weird. Well, <laughs> no, she <laughs> thought it was for a play they were yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, she so, wouldn't got the foam core board to plot. Well, it. how much is it uh, negligence on the parents' behalf that they didn't notice? She anything. admits that it was negligence because she's not. Bl- she is so good about not ever making any excuses. Not, but she truly 
if these were your kids, she's could I have never heard and and by all accounts and I've read you know this is my third book now and I've read a million different subreddits and things about it. Those parents were the best parents. Like pick your friend with the best, most involved mm. parents. Those were them, and they had no idea their son was suicidal and also building bombs with his best friend. No idea, and really, I, the only way that they could have been differently different is if she would have just been extremely annoying about his depression, which she said that, you know, subsequently her sharing her story has led a couple parents to like pry much harder with their kids who were acting just a little bit stranger and unravel some stuff that like she's been proud that like she's inspired parents to just stay on their kids. So if you have kids and they're acting funky and they're like not telling you the, what I've learned from this book is just keep asking because you know better than Sometimes even they do, and they're not going to tell you. They just want to handle it on their own. You know, you were a kid once, even though we don't remember really what that was like. Um, but they were good parents, which is the weirdest thing. I just remember thinking they were the worst. But anyway, I started my Columbine book yesterday because I finished another book that I really recommend. It's fiction. It's recommended me to my friend Jack Post. It's by Colleen Hoover, which I guess a lot of people read. And it's um, called... Uh, and it was... Uh, God, I never remember the names to books. Like, Ever. A Mother's Reckoning, I do remember that. It was called, what the hell, where did it go? I just finished it. It Ends With Us. I really mm. recommend it. The ending is satisfying. It's yeah. really good. It's about It's about domestic violence. I'm not giving anything away. It's about love. It's about child, like- Bearing hips? Ch- children. Oh. It's about friendship. It's really, really good, and it made me cry, and I'm going to read the next book by Colleen Hoover, so I recommend that to anyone who's looking for something to read. But I um, I came back from Montreal yesterday. How was that? It was really good. How was the meta thing? Or should we the get into that the thing. next? Yeah, the crowd work thing. thing I was dreading so much mm-hmm. because I don't do it, and um, but there was something about it that was like, oh, I can't prepare for this in any way. And really, you know, and then I um Did you go up first? Did you Yes. Go up I went you up really first. did? Moses Storm was hosting it and so he went up and then I was running late to another thing they asked me to do across town where I just had to do a two minute monologue where I made a joke that I was filling in for Carrot Top because he had a show in Vegas and I go and props to him and I go, literally, and then no one laughed. Oh. And then I had to go, ready to start the show? I thought it was going to be, like, uproarious. I had no... Care prop. It's so funny to, like, bomb <laughs> so epically with Especially a Especially when you're like, it's going to hit them in a second. It, in, <laughs> it, it shouldn't have. They were right. Canada was right. But anyway, I, I made a couple funny jokes in it, and I really don't care. It's it's fine. For but, the um, meta thing? No. Oh, the oh. meta thing was great. So I, But I get there, and it's me. So the lineup is Moses Storm, me... Natasha and Moshe going up together, mm-hmm. um, Nicole Byer, and then Pete Holmes. And we are supposed to build on each other's stuff. And it's all going to be watchable on Facebook for, on Facebook, and then mostly for Oculus. So they're shooting it for VR. And so you go up and you are supposed to pile on what the next person, what the person before you opened up. But you weren't really allowed to see what the next, the person before you was doing. Mm-hmm. We had a, we had a, a a little video village type thing where we were all in a green room together. Pete, me, Natasha, Chris was with me and Nicole. We're all watching Moses go up and it's my worst nightmare because we're all watching someone do comedy. I hate knowing comedians are sitting with each other talking shit, quote unquote, if they want to 
about me on stage, like watching, <laughs> and especially in a crowd work show where, you know, at one point Moses did a bit because you can't help but sneak yeah, bits in yeah, because yeah. it's just, you need something, like well, a little bit of a flotation advice. Like, what's your or advice? <laughs> flotation <laughs> advice. Yeah, I like being like, so when I was a child, it's like, wait, what? I just. Yeah. yeah. It, he slipped into some bits, and which made it good because I was like, okay, I can slip into bits too. But I knew when I did, Pete Holmes was going to go, it feels like a bit. And just go, we're doing bits now. Like, I knew yeah. they were going to judge me for it, but it's okay. Um, and I did really well, except it was funny, you know, watching, there was a feed, but you couldn't really tell where, the because it was in the round, you couldn't tell where people were sitting because it's in the round. They are, if almost, you get no sense of which camera it was and what direction it was pointing in. So I was looking for this guy with hair that had hair that was kind of like swooped in front of his face, like kind of goth, but it was kind of receding. And I was going to say he looked like he was in the band Falling Fallout Boy, but but more like Falling Out Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't find him. I was like, where is the guy with the hair? And I couldn't like t- say what kind of hair because I was doing the joke. And then by the end, I was like, okay, if any other comedian wants to find it, the guy has hair that looks like he's in Fallout Boy, but he's actually kind of older. So I was going to say it looks like Falling Out Boy. Good night. And so there was a lot of like just weird moments like that. And um, so it was it ended up being really fun. And um and then I went to my next show. And then I have more to say about Montreal. And we'll get to that after we get back from the break. Andrew! Live from Montreal. Coming up soon. Nikki Glaser is coming here. Hacks is back for season three. And so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, I have the podcast to really vent about stuff that's been bothering me, but even that, I can't say some of the stuff I need to sometimes. And there's certain things you just really can't tell anyone, and that's when you need a therapist. They're just there to listen. They can handle it. They've heard it all before. They can tolerate it. And that's why I love therapists. Don't think that you have to get through anything you're dealing with alone. That is not the way being a human works. You need to tell someone, please take this opportunity and check out BetterHelp because they will find you a therapist who will meet your needs. I've benefited so much from therapy of saying the darkest stuff I would never even say in the podcast. And I know you're like, wait a second, you leave dark stuff off the podcast? Yes, I I get even darker if you can believe it. So if you're starting of thinking giving therapy a try, try through BetterHelp. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And it's online and you can leave your therapist at any point with no questions asked. So this is perfect for someone who's noncommittal, who's scared, um, who's never tried therapy before. Get whatever you've got off your chest. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nikki Glaser today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Nikki Glaser. 
Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. All right, we're back. Yeah, I um, so I did that show, but no offense to JFL, and I know Nick might be listening. And his lovely uh, uh, girlfriend, uh, Melissa, Marissa, sorry, Marissa might be listening because uh, they're both besties. But logistically, it was nightmare. Well, like getting venue to venue? No, just getting to the country. It was, you know, no one intends to make these mistakes. And me even complaining about it felt so stupid after the fact. But I, and I wasn't super complaining. I was just like, okay, we got sent an itinerary to go there. And we get to the airport and they're like, you were on the 3.30 flight and we're there. Or no, you were on the 12 o'clock flight and we're there at 3.30 for the 3.30 flight. And they're like, well, we'll get you on it. So we're supposed to have first class, but now we're, you know, whatever flood, seats. It's fine. First class, yeah. Is this going there or coming going back? There. Oh, going there. Okay. So we're stuck with the luggage in the bows of the fucking plane. And uh, then our flight, our connecting flight in Chicago gets canceled. So we're not even left, left St. Louis. And now we don't have a way to Montreal. And we're like, fuck. But our bags are already loaded. This gem of a woman named Jenny at um, the United counter at in St. Louis. I love her so much. She really took it upon herself and she she did recognize me I, but I don't think that helped because she was already like honey give me your ticket let me see this and like let me take care of it and then she was like we were just talking about you in the break room she did not specify what they were talking about in regards to me but they yeah. my, my name was spoken they probably saw some kind of suitcase back there <laughs> it reminds me of something wait so oh, wait yeah hastily one yeah so wait so Exactly. You got to Chicago or you <laughs> no, were still we're, in St. Louis? No, we're still in St. Louis and oh. our flight, our connecting flight cancels. And she's like, let's get these bags off the plane. We're going to get you on another flight through Toronto. And so Toronto, I mean, sorry, Toronto. I've said it wrong again. We're, oh, yeah, yeah. They take my bags off the plane. She's communicating with the guy in the walkie, but she's also boarding the plane that we're not even getting <laughs> yeah. on. And she's like, group five. Okay, so it's going to be a pink bag. And then, okay, group five and uh, we're going to group four and premium class. And remember, if you need to check a bag. Okay, John, I need you to grab a brown bag. What <laughs> size is it? Carry on. Okay, group six. No, like she was yeah. so amazing. Like, no, I've never once, I wanted to do like a, a, I tried to do one, but we didn't have time of a post on my story where it's a celebrity being like, I just want to say that when I'm flying, 
I will never, ever go to anywhere else but United because it was amazing. Like, because uh, yeah. celebrities are always like, Delta, you owe me an explanation for your customer service. And they're always <laughs> just like so like, and there's us- it's usually during like when the war in Ukraine starts and you're like, really? Yeah. You're complaining that you're, they didn't let you bring your guitar on as a carry-on? It's like the end of their impassioned speech of how we have to save Ukraine. But also, Delta, yeah. you could go fuck yourself. It has been the longest day. <laughs> my baby is crying. <laughs> my I nanny can't get to my is tired. To taste all the wines for my new one. <laughs> yeah, my wine, nanny. <laughs> my wine tequila. I have to sit and coach with my nanny. Um, so she helped us out, got us on another flight. We get there, we land at. You know, where flights are delayed. This is a new thing with flights. They don't delay them and let you know they're delayed. Your boarding time just comes and goes with no update on the thing. That is the new way. Expect it. If you are flying at all, expect that when you get a delay, it will not come through your app. It will not be a little text alert you get. It will not even show up on the gate sign. It will not be announced at the gate. Your time to board will come and go. People will start getting up, talking to each other like, did it board while I was in the bathroom? And then it will just all of a sudden start boarding about 20 minutes to five hours later without any (laughs) explanation or apology. That's the new way. Just take it as it is, folks. Trust me, it's happened to me so many times. It has never before been like this, but that's the way it is now. And um, and so so, because your pilot. uh No, I was going to say, so did you get to Montreal? Yeah, finally got to Montreal at midnight. We land. They had me at the double tree. Midnight. Midnight. Which is fine. Because I was supposed to think get in at like 10 30 something. So and I was supposed to do a midnight show. So I was like, oh, I'll just walk (gasps) on the show later. But by the time we got there, I was kind of spiraling because I was starting to feel really nervous. I was starting to feel social anxiety about seeing all these comedians. I started seeing comedians there that I desperately did not want to run into. Um, that were stressing me out and I just felt like, oh God, I'm such yeah, a you're social pariah. About that. So how, how was that? Every time I do, it um, it was fine because we go to the Doubletree and I know that this festival puts up comedians. Having Chris there must feel a little bit of a buffer, Oh my right? God, traveling with Chris was, I mean, I, I just... It was the it was the best. I, yes. I I was really nervous. I gotta be honest to invite my boyfriend to come with me on like a comedy. Yeah, like he yeah. can come on the road with you and me and Matt and Anya, and and that's always fine. But like at a comedy festival, bringing your boyfriend, it's kind of a look. It's kind of like a thing. And I know most com- a lot of comedians do it, but it always creates like you bring this person in that just is kind of you can tell their partner doesn't even want them there, and they are resentful of being there and. They're they're socially anxious because they're around comedians, and comedians are socially anxious because they're around a normal person. It's just, <laughs> but he was the bell of the ball. He was so nice. He was so everyone loved him. He made friends everywhere he went, and he was just so supportive of me. And I understand now why people have partners, like Yay! and like have a teammate in in mm-hmm. life because yes. I was up and down with my like nervousness, which made him steady as a board. Flat as a board, light as a feather, that game that girls play at summer parties, except he's very bulky because he's been working out a lot. But um, he was just so nice and calming. Like everything I would complain about, he'd be like, but you know what? If they didn't accidentally put us at the double tree instead of the W, because there's the W and the double tree. W is clearly similar. a better. Yes. That was yeah. Nick Brazow. You know, if you're listening, Nick, that was his joke was like, hey, you can't. Jesus Christ, that fucking thing just fell behind that me was- and I jumped. We should do a slow-mo of my reaction just <laughs> yeah, there because no. I thought there was a mass shooter in my apartment. Um, 
he thought uh he was like they both have the word double in them if you want to be mm-hmm. fair and i'm like oh that's a good point so um i will not tell you the name of the hotel i'm saying it but i will tell you it has two u's in it <laughs> it's a mitch Hedberg joke but it's i adapted it because usually it says two trees so um it also reminds me of the John Mulaney joke where he's like, I'm not going to tell you what airline I flew w- with, uh, but let's just say they're called Delta. So I'm flying Delta Airlines. <laughs> and um, so we get to the double tree and I'm a little bit like, I should be at the W. I'm sorry. I'm a bit, I'm filling in for Howie Mandel on this gala. The other comedian who dropped out for this other thing I'm doing, I don't even know what comedian that is. They tried to convince me that they wanted me all along. And I'm like, I got asked two days ago. There's no fucking way. Who got COVID? Save the best for last. But they wouldn't tell me. Yes. So <laughs> I'm at the Double Tree, which I've stayed every time I've gone to the festival, but I haven't been to the festival in many years. And before then, I belonged to the Double Tree. Not that there's any where anyone belongs. And I'm not too good for a Double Tree. I love a Double Tree. I stare at them all the time on the road. You get those warm cookies. But when there's a W to be had, and all the headliners on the show, I know all the people staying at the W, because I can say I I know, and I'm you know you got the Mark Marins, you got your Amy Schumers, you got your uh, I don't know Jimmy Cars. They're all at the W, and old Glaze Dogs at the Double Tree. That's fine. Emil's at the Double Tree, and then at, while we're waiting for a room, which they do not have a room for us, so we arrive at twelve o'clock. There's no rooms. That's not good. My name is not on it. Oh my god! And the festival is apologizing Did you profusely. Say Howie? <laughs> yeah. I like the idea too that they had to cancel his room because he definitely had a room at the W. <laughs> yeah. Well, they asked me if I have a a, a pseudonym or a you know a, oh yeah one of those names. Which this week, An last Eli- week, Eli- alias Elia. Yeah, Elias. Uh, my, yeah, alias my, uh, left eye. Mine's Jennifer Garner, alias this show. <laughs> Um, but they asked me if I had an alias, Elias, yeah. and I just made one last week because oh. Jen asked me, my assistant was like, do you want an alias? Cause some people ask for one. And I'm like, yeah, actually I have a good idea for one. So I do have one now. So I gave him that name and made everyone laugh and, um, wasn't there. And then we finally are like, you know what? We're just going to give you one. You'll pay for it. The club will, the, the, you know, the, you'll get reimbursed for it. And I was like, fine, just get us in. Like, I just want to like lay down. So Chris and I go, we get in our room. Um, wake up in the morning feeling like Pete Diddy and With a I have a text that's like you're supposed to be at the W what are you doing there and I was like I knew it so we have to packing up after you've unpacked at a hotel is oh, so you so just annoying. went to the wrong hotel that's why they didn't have but they told room. us to go to the double tree yeah. they told me it was on my itinerary <sighs> the double tree so they misbooked that and so we do the festival it's fine I mean, it was great, actually. I had a really good time. Hung out with Nick a ton, Nick Brazow, uh, who I love so much. And um, I have a really, I have a fun thing to announce for Nick at some point when that happens. But I'm going to tell Noah off. It's, I'm teasing that one. That's going to be exciting for everyone involved. A bestie is doing something pretty cool. I think with a connection to our show. Oh. I'll tell you guys off air. But I can't announce it here because it's not my story to tell. So anyway. We're leaving yesterday. We get a late flight because we wanted to stay in Montreal all day long and like just, you know, hang out after my shows were over. And we get to the airport at 4.30 for our seven o'clock flight. Check me in and they go, you're not, we don't have a flight for this guy. And he missed his flight at 12. They had a different, they booked a different flight for him out. That like, you're actually the flying the W. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is going on here? I mean, I'm not joking you. There's nothing exaggerated about how... And this is over less than 48 hours, you know? 
And so uh, Chris had to stay in Montreal because there were no, we had such a late flight. Yeah. My flight was the latest. There was no room. There was no what even standby. What flight was he on? He was on 1250 out and we weren't even told. This is exactly what happened on the way out. Yes. Same times too. And so, yeah. He gets stuck there, and he's so cool about it. I mean, I would have been so annoyed. I was so annoyed, and I was like, should I just stay for you? But I had, you know, I had this podcast. I have to do another podcast after this, and I had um, a COVID test and things this morning. And mm-hmm. so he was like, he jokingly was like, well, this means you have to go in for radio for me. And I was like, mm-hmm. babe, I don't know if I can. I have a really long day. And he was like, I'm just kidding. No, you don't. And I was like, no, but I, I would want to. And he's like, no. Oh, my God. No, I was just kidding. Like, no, because I was going to go on Tuesday anyway. <laughs> And um, and then Where I start going through morning? baggage claim. <laughs> I know I go through baggage claim, and I'm like, I know this guy wouldn't hesitate to do that for me. Like he goes out of his way for me in innumerable ways. Like he doesn't question it. He is always if I'm in if he is like. That's the thing I love about him most. Like if I'm in bed and I just get in bed and I'm like wide awake and he's like so tired and like had a hard day and I'm like. I can't find my sleep mask. He will get out of bed to look for my sleep mask. Or if I'm like, oh, I forgot my charger in the living room. If I'll just say it being like, I'm going to, he goes, stay there. I'm going to go get it. Like he never, he always does things. Even when he's tired, he will always put my needs first. And even when I don't need him to want him, you know, like ask him to, I guess. And it means a lot to me. And so I was like, I'm going to go in. So we tricked him this morning. He didn't tell anyone else on his show that he was not going to be there. And then I waited. I got there. The show starts at 6.03 usually. Mm-hmm. I think Tim and Courtney, Brando wasn't there because he's in Colorado, but I thought Tim and Courtney already in studio. I have the Arch app pulled up. I called another guy from another show in the building to let me in the door because you need a key card. I get <laughs> in the door. I'm waiting in the stairwell with the Arch app, listening to the show, about to start. And then all of a sudden, Tim bursts in the door Cause I was gonna walk in after they are like, yeah. "Where's Chris? He's not showing up." And they start like frantically texting him. Cause sometimes people run late on the show. Like, very f- seldom this happens, but you kind of hear it go down live on air of like, "Well, Chris isn't here yet. Anyone want to go try to f- figure out where he is?" And um, so I was gonna like take that panic and just go like, "Guess who's here instead of him?" And like burst in. But then as I'm hiding in the stairwell, I see Tim walk in late. And I go, uh, why are you late? It looked like I was just mad at him yeah, being late, yeah. but I was just really mad. Wait, he, he walked into the stairwell? Yeah, because he was running late. Oh, He's running so up he the stairs. Took the stairs. He was on he time. He saw you hiding? They, and he, he saw me hiding. hiding. He just assumed uh, I was coming in today. And he was like, oh. And I go, oh, God, why are you late? And he looks like, like a surprise birthday party I'm getting not ruined. Late. Yeah. 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 And so he goes in. I go, don't tell Courtney. I'm just going to surprise Courtney. So I was like, okay, at least I'll get her and she'll, because she's up there alone. Tim isn't there. Chris isn't there. And Brando, who is not on, is on vacation. So Tim and Chris both still haven't shown. Tim, I know, is on the way up. So Tim goes up. I hear the show start and she's like, oh my God, I was panicking. It was just going to be me in here. And then Haley, this girl who's running the board that Brando usually does. And um, so I start slinking down the hall to like creep in to get ready for my big entrance. And I'm standing like right outside the (laughs) You know, uh, got a hat the studio. and a mustache and a rubber nose on. I should have had that because all of a sudden I'm videotaping it because I'm going to videotape. I, I, I like secretly am videotaping Courtney through the window that you can't really see through from her end. And then all of a sudden she looks at me and this is what this is. This oh. is me creeping. <laughs> so I see her all of a sudden see me and I go, gosh darn it. But I are 
obviously I would have said God damn it and then, but I was already in radio mode, even yeah. though I was in the hallway. And so I said, gosh darn it, which I want to start saying Josh Hartnett. I literally was just going to say that. <laughs> no way. I swear on my life. I really? swear on my life I was putting that together to say, I go, why does that sound? Like gosh Josh darn, Hartnett. Yeah. God, what happened to him? I don't know, but he was so freaking sexy. How great was that movie where he had to not come for 40 days? 40 days. days, 40 <laughs> days and for, what was it called? I don't know. That's like every 40 there's days and 40 size. Like 40 days. Yeah, there's one with Anne Hayes and Harrison Ford. <laughs> there's another one with um, like, Sandra oh, Bullock. I can't come. Oh, yeah. That I got to get out of here. The whole movie was, I can't come. And I didn't even know what coming was when that came out. I was, when that came, I did not know what caming was. Oh, uh, man. I really didn't know. <laughs> Noah, do you know? Do you remember when you found out about like cum and what it was? I know when I found out. I mean, boys, I feel like that is even. That's almost like when you get your period. It's like you're like, what's coming out of me? Yeah, yeah. you get pre ejaculate before you get a full <laughs> post. Mm. I guess so do we. I think that like <laughs> yeah. by junior like, high school, uh, I knew. in our face, junior. Okay, <laughs> but I just didn't understand. Like, I just didn't no like boners and like i didn't know any it's just so weird what you don't know it really does feel like you shouldn't have to figure these things out in the real world and that you should there should be some kind of lesson being taught but but it's like if you teach the lesson too early mm -hmm. then the kid is like what <laughs> like like there's like a there's like a moment of yeah. like do you teach after the fact well i remember when my cousin jd was like nikki it goes in the vagina like the penis goes in oh. to make a baby. Cause I just thought they kind of like rubbed together like, you know, sticks making a fire. And I could not believe that something docked inside your, like <laughs> inside you. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't even believe I had a hole. I don't think I'd ever like put my finger up there. I mean, I, this was probably, I was in fourth grade or something, but I remember being totally taken aback by the, in, it goes inside you, which is a wild thing that, you know, men don't have something enter in them, which is very invasive. Unless gay men, but yeah, the yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm trying to, the first time, the idea of putting yourself in some, putting something inside someone, just connect, you're connecting, like, bodies. It's a weird fucking thing. It's so weird. Yeah, we 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 just. With sex, we're always just like, yeah, oh, and then we were 69, he was eating well, my ass. Well, because everyone just like, forgets oh. it as soon as it's over because you have to because it's too weird <laughs> yeah, to focus on. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. my obsession. Um, how, but how was your weekend? I mean, I had a great weekend. I did five shows at Helium. Nice, with, with Francis? Francis and this comedian goes by Little Sasquatch. <laughs> Why? And you would, I don't know what you're envisioning when you hear I Little Sasquatch. I picture a tiny hairy man. <laughs> no, it's like a boyish a guy from Barstool and he got very big on Twitter through this name and so now he's just the name. But he doesn't look anything like Sasquatch. Nothing or, like a Sasquatch. And he's not little. And he's not little. He's tallish. He's 21 years old. He's like, whatever. Has a following already through Barstool. Extremely nice kid. Mm -hmm. Like trying to do the New York circuit but understands that he's nowhere near where his celebrity or like yes. how well he could draw versus how good he is on stage. Draw means how many people you can yeah. get to your show. But he was so nice, and he actually is going to be very good. Like, I think he will be. Yeah. Whatever. So we just had, like, a boys weekend. We played golf. We all played out of the same bag out in the middle of Illinois, out of, in no middle of nowhere. Francis is a D1 athlete, Harvard. You what know, kind of athlete? I, he played lacrosse. Ah. He's, like, 6'4". He's just a Adonis of a man, I yeah. feel like. 
And uh, we always talk shit, and I beat him, so which made me feel so good because all that practice. Yeah, I was just like, granted, we were playing with my own clubs, and he had to play with my club. And he doesn't golf every day. Nah, not nine times a day. Yeah, just eight. <laughs> <laughs> but and he was a an athlete. 15 years ago. Look, these are all <laughs> asterisks, Nikki. These are asterisks. And he was a D1 athlete at a sport. He probably doesn't play it as an adult either. You know what, Nikki? <laughs> when you're right, you're right. Okay? I famously went on a date, I guess notoriously went on a date with... Did we talk about that? No, I don't think so. Oh, we with should. With Francis Ellis. I don't think he'd care. I love Francis. No, I think I've talked about it on You Up. He's so funny ago. now, by the way. Oh, yeah? He was fucking really making me laugh, dude. He has some... He talks in a... He almost talks in a Gaffigan kind of cadence, like kind of a happy man that's like... I don't know. He just fucking... Does he talk that way on stage, too? Yeah. Or off stage, uh, yeah, too? Yeah, both. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. He... Uh, but it was funny. We were at this place in the middle of Illinois and... Illinois. Huh? You say Illinois, like Ellis, but it's Illinois. No? I'm Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> but do you but say it again the way Illinois? you say it? Illinois. Illinois. Ill. Like I'm feeling ill oh. because it's I-L-L, right? I and mean, you say L, like it's E-L-L. Yeah, I say ill. I don't say L. No, you say L. L. Play it back, but you said L. Oh, no, I'm not saying I didn't say L. Uh, okay. Illinois. I definitely say Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Like Eleanor. <laughs> It's like saying Missouri, and it's like, where's this A coming from? People do that. So this old guy is at the counter, and there's one guy in front, and there's two other people. Like, it's not a busy clubhouse, but you get outside St. Louis. People move like turtles, like the slowest people I've ever seen in my life. And I know I need more patience, but then it's also like, 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 they're just like, it's just the simplest stuff they somehow make complicated. Were you in a rush? We weren't even in a rush, but it was just like it was like. So you are getting a cart. We don't have uh, a clubs for you, so you, you're gonna get a cart, right? Are you sure you want? Because I think one of you gonna be walking Some, for my. And it's just like yeah. this. And then it's like I was gonna get a Powerade, but I didn't want to add so one more it. task. <laughs> yes, I just yeah, I stole it. I, I mean, sometimes you just want to. I know you do. I almost tailored it, but I didn't, and I just <laughs> tailored it. I fucking. But it was so funny to not add one task. You yeah. know what I mean? Because, oh yeah, I do it but, all the time with things where I just like, no, nope, it's just gonna make. It's gonna make it even going. harder. I'm doing but it's the not math even in my head already. Yeah, it made yeah. me three. By the way, that's a lot on me because I. So you want be, the blue one? Okay, so the price on that. Let me see over here. Yes, the list needs to go down. Then the blue power rating types one point. Oh, that's the nine, red one, which eight. Is, Oh, wait a second. I put in a nine, nine, nine. I don't want to give you the charge you for that extra cent. You yes. look like a guy who likes to keep his cent. And then he has to subtract. It's just like, like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, what? Is, we we don't have time. Golf yeah. is slow as it is. That's why I love Chelsea Handler tells a story when she's at Hudson News sometimes okay. at the airport. She'll just hold up like the M&Ms in the magazine and the water and just throw down a 20 and just That's- go, putting it here. Just walking out, keep the change. I can't do this. And that like, could have worked. Yeah, if I just go Powerade, throw down a five. Yes. And But then he'd go, but don't you... And then he'd probably walk out and go, excuse he'd me, probably sir, find you probably you, want and then the $3. Yeah. But then it was 50 cents, because that's going to get you a, too much. a quarter tank of gasoline. Gas prices are oh, high, God, aren't they? Jesus Christ. So anyways, we had a lot of... It was a very fun weekend. It was a very um, testosterone... It's funny when it's four guys in a small little green room. You know, it's just four. Well, there was the opener too. Oh, oh yeah. This guy Ronaldo, funny young comedian. What's what are the times you guys are doing? 
I did, uh, it was like 12, 15, uh, 30, 30. Or 12, 15, 25. I just came Oh, so on. they were co-headlining. Yeah, they were co-headlining. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. The crowds were great. It was nice. fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, that's a know. good club uh, out in the Galleria Mall, which used to be the coolest mall in St. Louis. Was there always a club there? Did they no, fill no, in? that came in uh, probably five years ago. Is Galleria known as cooler than Frontenac? I know I'm saying it wrong. No. No, no, oh, no. It's no, it's just like ridiculous that that USA. Like, really? That's just like a funny St. Louis. Frontenac is like... The nice mall and yes. gallery is like trash. Oh, now. it used to be the nice one that used gotcha. to be like when I was in middle school, that was the one that everyone went to. But then, uh, it's still nice, but there, I think there's been shootings there and things like that. And so, all the people in West County now look at that as like it's dangerous and we're going to stay away. And so, they just go to Frontenac now. Oh, because gotcha. St. Louis is Frontenac deeply. Sounds- Segregated and racist. Racist, yeah. yes. Sorry, St. Louis, I love you, but you've got a problem. Yeah, I talked a little bit about that on stage. Yeah, and did they was, acknowledge, did they laugh yeah, at their they own? Yeah, they do. They laugh at it, but then they're like, why are you laughing? <laughs> like, yeah. like, you're laughing at a different You're part. laughing at, yeah, you're not laughing at your yourself. You're I have a joke at... that puts the racism in their heads about, like, like, I don't say the line, but it's already thought of. Oh, I know that joke, yes. No, it's a different. I think it's different than I haven't told it before. But okay. anyways, long story short, I don't even. They know get that. to the punchline. They get to the punchline, and then I was like, "You thought I didn't? That yeah, that's in your head. Oh, the old switcheroo. Oh, the old switcheroo. All right, we'll get back right after this, and we're gonna do a special Monday segment about F Boy Island. Ain't no lie. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother, 
All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right. Let's do it. It's time for... (laughs) F. Anal Island. Those are crying girls. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, And producers. Is that Mia... Uh, having yeah. a panic attack, yes, which I empathize for because I deal with them too. Yes, um, you do. All right. So yesterday, um, F Boy Island, of course, is um, now eight episodes available on HBO Max. The final two, episode nine and ten, will drop this Thursday. I am not caught up fully. What? What episode are you on? Eight. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's you're in the middle, middle of, of it. Eight. Okay. Oh. I was watching it with Chris, and we got a little amorous during oh. it and i definitely was did it help you orgasm hanky, watching yourself on to t- myself doing <laughs> yeah, a the yeah. co- consent coyote i swear to god i was like <laughs> g- gently kissing my boyfriend in a loving manner and having this really intense like love moment <laughs> and i hear like well is it okay to talk to a girl on a train or a, a treadmill when she's got her airpods on it was like me doing the worst puppetry and it was so bad we were laughing so hard it was really funny i love that, like you find out the only way you can orgasm is watching you on hb <laughs> no it is not it was the opposite i was like please make it stop i could only do orgasm if louise started talking consent coyote was a i, I really love these little like well interstitial the, yeah sketches. it's fun. fun yeah just like a little scripted kind of thing that oh. is very silly yeah the show is so fucking silly so silly yes and we we have tons of questions that um yeah our listeners submitted yesterday via instagram noah is shaking her head in disbelief of how many questions we got so many so many good ones i would love to get through all like all of them and my questions too because yeah I also have well let's a burning question yeah please <laughs> Ask yours. Let's start with yours. Okay, so I only have two of them. And the first one is for you, Nikki. And I guess for Andrew, too. Um, (laughs) The date where they went on, like, with all the three guys, I was Mm -hmm. wondering if you would ever be able to go on a date with, like, three guys who are really into you. Yes. You would love love it. I would love it. Because I really... I get off on... um, for myself when girls are into my boyfriend and I think that Oh, I you're kinda, talking with you with two other girls and your boyfriend. What no, about I'm three talking guys about and me you? and three other guys. Okay, so I okay. would so yeah. I'm saying I think that it would be good for I would instantly know who I was most attracted to by who t- seemed to be handle it the best. I want to say that like this weekend Chris encountered people that he knows I've been with before mm. and 
he was such a pro and was so sweet about it and like it was kind of flirty about it and and like it was fun it was like he was and it was sweet because at one point i think he said um he was like you know what i like he was like i like that guy looked really happy to see you so i could tell that he probably really liked you and I like that you were you liked someone oh. that really liked you, and that made me really happy. It's a he was very like mature way to look. at it. I loved it. And then we saw Hannah Burner, who I've also said that I am very attracted to, and she's attracted to me, and we're like the only two women that we each have extremely like. She was my first like girl that was just like, I think I kind of want to go down on her. Like I don't oh. know, it was just a weird feeling I had the first time I saw her, and she felt the same for me. And um. She really spiced things up for me and Chris because she came and met us and was just, we were just all over each other and it was very, it was fun. It was fun <laughs> for Chris. Like, not all over each other, like physically, yeah. but we were just yeah. saying inappropriate things jokingly, but it was like all really hot and fun. So I think I would be, I would love it. Would you not love it, Noah? I think it would be way too much. And then I would probably lean into like the bad thing that I do which is well I have to people please and I have to make sure that oh, all of yeah. them are getting adequate time and I you know do the, that too the girls yeah. all said that it was very awkward even yeah. though they did like all like the worship and stuff you know yeah I wouldn't so, prefer it but I actually might did you see that part <laughs> did you see that part on the show yes yet? I did see that or I, I thought at least heard it Danny handled it so, so well yes like Danny was a pro with Peter stuff and it really made him made me like them way more. That one little scene when he has the kite mm, on the beach mm -hmm. and Peter comes up and they're like kind of flirting with each other through Mia. And almost <laughs> is like, why is Mia even there? Well, I thought they yes. were about to fuck. But it was like but Danny I don't know. was not handling jealousy before very well at oh, all. Yeah, and it yeah. made him very unattractive to me of him being like, This is the Garrett's act acting like it's his house. It's our house. That's he walks true. in here like it's his house. It's like Dan, we get it. You think that he acts like it's his house. You think that's a good line, so you're saying it three times. Just say it once is enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing that I'm saying. Should I say in this do. camera? Yeah, you're goofy. You're goofy, you piece of shit. You goofy piece. That's what they do. These guys need to realize if you repeat something twice, it makes it lose its power. Gotcha. Like if you have a good line, just say it once. Okay. Just say it once. Let's get to just say questions. Once. Just before say it once. One time. You have to That's go and girls got to eat. Okay, keep going. Okay. <laughs> we got a couple of these. What's the deal with Aaron and the boring guy edit he got? That is something that came out of, you know, we knew we we knew this. We noticed he was quiet during the whole thing. We I, we started um making fun of it a little bit. I'd be like, "Wow, Aaron, that was that was yeah. really intense. Like he would just say, oh, I think during the pepper challenge, I asked him what I was like, Aaron, are you ready for this? This is one of the hardest questions and we're really going to get to know you. I was like, what is your favorite color? Like we were just joking about how he's just so boring. And um, so we were already like kind of teasing with it within the show. And then I think in the edit, um, they realized it would be fun to just like, instead of trying to make this guy interesting or trying to make more jokes about him, let's just take him out of the show completely. I saw it the first time that they even addressed him being boring was the very quickest little thing. He had his like nameplate up and it was probably on screen for a minute, a second and a half, but it said silent film star under his name. And later on it was, was under so his name funny. longer. But the first time I saw it, I was like, I wrote to Bill Dixon, silent film star, LOLOL, and I loved it. But Elon, um, the creator of the show, called me like uh, probably a couple weeks before the show aired and just told me, like, Nikki, this season is so good and we're doing some weird things. And he told me about him deciding to completely cut the date out that he went on with Tamaris 
and instead just be like, here's 10 seconds of abs because this date was boring and we're not even going to try to make it funny (laughs) or make it interesting. And I just, I go, that is genius and I really respect it. It means you respect your audience. You're not trying to like give them stuff that they don't want. It was interesting though. Aaron, I do remember, well, I guess that's next week, but on the man's plane, he does finally speak and he's very like aware and until when he's talking about miami and people moving there and them being like you're not ready for this and like he lived a lot of life yes so he's like just because someone is boring on the show does not mean they're like a boring person it just means that they just don't he was almost too mature for the show show, you will not succeed on a reality show like this if you do not feel comfortable interrupting people and thinking you're the shit and it's like i'm i just realized someone said over the weekend they were watching someone special and said that they like lingered on stage a really long time afterwards, like waving to everyone. And even at Montreal this weekend, they wanted me to come out because I opened this one show, this big gala, and this thing lifts up and it's me. And they're like, Nikki Glazer, and everyone gets on their feet because they're instructed to do so. It's a taping. And they wanted me to really vamp and like go to the side and wave and then go to the other side and wave <laughs> and then hit my mark and start the show. And I was like, that ain't me. Yeah. I, I, if you ever see me live, I will be running off stage as soon as possible. I know that you might like me. I just think that you want to get home and I've already taken up enough of your time and I do not ever want to see someone <laughs> rushing to get out. I just don't understand people who like love to just like, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Like that's a person with a personality They hand disorder. out roses. Not that I don't have one, but I don't have that one. <laughs> they hand out roses to the crowd to throw up at yeah. the stage. So be you like, have to be- I can't, I can't. You have to be a vamper. You have to be someone who has a huge ego to do well on these shows. And if you don't, you'll either get written around or, um. and I do believe we don't hear a single word from Aaron the entire yeah, series. Yeah, I feel like the silent ego just doesn't, you know, the strong the silent becomes, type, it doesn't work. But it I've been told by work. producers that the joke becomes they completely give him no lights the rest of the show <laughs> all right okay. next question but he's hot on instagram go watch him like hit a tree he does shit like that. oh really yeah nice all right how much insight do you get about how the contestants are feeling um i get a lot of insight into how the girls are feeling um and the yeah i think i get a lot I think I get a lot like I think the producers come in and and tell me a lot about like who likes who and how the dates went but in terms of like you know you could only you really only know how someone's feeling based on what they tell you or what you observe and sometimes I think that the producers don't observe correctly or they do and they it's not communicated to me or like that's why I've realized I really want to be more so involved in like watching the footage even though that's going to be hard to do because they shoot so much. I mean, you see 5% of what gets shot. There are thousands of hours of footage that are being shot, um, literally. And so it would be impossible. But yeah, I I really do care about how they're feeling. And so I ask a lot. I think I I probably know more than most reality show hosts. Okay. I like this question. If Andrew was picked to be on the show, would he be an F boy or a nice guy? Nice guy. 100%. 100%. With F-boy tendencies. <laughs> Reformed F-boy. But your F-boy, st- your F-boy tendencies would have been because, not because you just want sex and you don't care about women yeah. and you want to be cool. It's because- no, I would have been a nice guy. You have anxiety. Yeah, I, w- I would be a nice guy. But I c- you pretending that a woman at the, that you sl- slept with at Sephora was, um, <laughs> that you were invisible in front of her, yes. like is what a thing you did once when you saw someone you hooked up with, was not because you hated her or because you were like, oh, she's a dumb bitch and I don't want to talk to her again. It's because you had anxiety. 
Yeah, it wasn't because I was like, I fucked it and left it. It's just I fucked it and I don't think it loves me. Yeah, I don't think like, it can love me. I yeah. don't think it. I think it's embarrassed of me. I'm yeah. embarrassed of what I did. I know it's so funny when behavior can be interpreted that way. Yeah. So often, I think people hate me or Dude, something, and that they just the are are bad socially. All the time. Yeah. But yeah, I think a nice guy would come in. Definitely a nice guy. Okay, let's do some behind the scenes. Why are the men wearing the same necklace? Does it give them access to the gym? It is. That's hilarious. It is a microphone. <laughs> yeah. So you'll oftentimes see people on these shows with uh, like all one necklace. And, like puka shell or whatever. and the girls don't yeah. wear a necklace because they are mic'd individually, which is a huge process. Getting mic'd when you're wearing these little outfits is like, it's really hard to conceal the mic. So it adds so much time. And so for the guys, they just, and the guys are shirtless most of the time. So it would be weird to have a mic taped on them. So they just do it uh, via necklaces. I've always wanted to call it out because it looks so insane. Yeah. And you kind of don't notice it on some guys. Cause they'll be wearing a shirt that kind of covers it or it fits in mm-hmm. with their other thing going on. Um, so I next season I've made a note to like we need to make jokes about the mic necklaces because it is a th- I don't want people at home going like why is this guy his outfit is impeccable except for this fucking ugly wood bead necklace <laughs> I always feel bad for like when you have to get mic out the guy's like so I'm just gonna go up through your vagina I'm gonna come out your yeah. mouth and they're very professional but it's just like they're always so a- shaky and so nervous <laughs> and like so um so I'm going to just tether the line through your lips and then uh, I'm gonna spin it around your clit and just tie it around is it cool if I clip it to your clit and then and they're just so gentle and nervous can you do a sound test and I do not understand I love everyone that works in sound thank you so much yeah but mics are not that difficult to put on as mic people I think men are just so nervous I think tech guys that usually worked in theater probably didn't get a lot of experience with bras and women's (laughs) undergarments so they're just like nervous nerds like fumbling with your bra and they're always so nice and so respectful because they know they're being invasive but um the first day you should just be like just grab my tits just grab my tits first day I think I'm going to next time except I'll probably be that's that'll that'll be when I I I was just trying to help the guy yeah All right. next question Uh, okay great questions are the eliminated F boys really living in Limbro? No. Yes. <gasps> <gasps> they you are, lied to me. <laughs> they are at a hotel that is not as nice as the one that the nice guys are being put up at. So it is a shittier situation, and they are stuck on this island with a security guard making sure they don't leave for the remainder of the show so that they can come back for the mansplain. So the reason that the mansplain, which is the kind of reunion show that happens on, I believe, the ninth episode. Um, the reason that even became a thing is because of COVID. Because we, when we did the original show in Cayman Island, we had to ice, we had to isolate everyone for 14 days before they got to be on camera. And if we just eliminate the guy in the first episode, then we've paid for this guy to be on the island for two weeks for yeah. nothing. And so they were like, you know what? We need to find a reason to make all of this worth it. Let's keep him around the whole time and and have this reunion show prior to the the you know which is a different thing about our show is that we bring everyone back for these girls to have all the information they can to make the right decisions before the end of the series which most of those reunion shows happen after so these guys are all kept around so limbro and the nice guy grotto were born of the fact that we have to keep these guys around for this this um mansplain And where, what do we do with them? Oh, let's put them in either a purgatory, which is a place for you know sketch work. I was really upset the first season because I was like, no one's going to believe these guys are sleeping here. 
This is so stupid. It's going to make the show That's fake. How I was thinking too. I was like, and uh. then it turns out no one expects anyone to believe that they're sleeping there. It's okay that you know yeah. that they're not. The show is very wink, wink. Like you know the parts that are real and you know the parts that aren't, and it's very clear. And that's it what would I. Be so amazing if we kept them in limbo, didn't feed them, just made us essentially a concentration. Ripped all camp. their clothes. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, no, yeah, they're like thirty pounds. Made them have sex with like a coconut <laughs> sand woman. Look, we killed four off. Like, look, that's what the show is. Yeah. Yeah. Like just the darkest shit. That's ever. so funny. <laughs> All right. Um, next question. And these, I, I'm loving this, by the way, like all the behind the scenes stuff. Um, do reality shows like F Boy Island have several takes per scene? Hmm. Um, no, no. Not in the reality aspect of the show, which, by the way, is different than my stuff. So, like, the elimination rounds, like, I will do, it'll, I come out. Hey, this is how the elimination goes. So the reality stuff, they were they're never going to do second takes of like Garrett approaching Peter or, you know, uh Tamaris confronting um uh, Casey. There th- that stuff all happens the way it does, right? Yeah, cuz they have more than enough content. It's yes. not like they're trying to shoot on a budget where it's like we only got 7 hours today. We got to really, make sure they do not know what's going to happen. I mean, they knew that bringing Garrett in would be weird, but they didn't know that he was going to go confront Peter. Had no clue. Like, that yeah. that was all just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? This is what they do. Like, you set up these people to be in a situation where you, and you give them enough, like, confidence before you go in like dude they're gonna freak out when you get in there (laughs) you are a guy that they are all dreading to see you're gonna stir things up they're gonna be jealous you're there you were the guy that's been on the first season everyone reveres you so he walks in with this inflated ego and when you send someone into a ring like that (laughs) who knows what's gonna we don't know what's gonna happen but something will happen so um but then the eliminations how it works is that those nights I go out and I stand by myself with um, no one there. And I just do cold reads is what they're called. And cold reads means like it's just getting the lines just to have it for safety in case God only knows what happens. And it's just me going, welcome, gentlemen. So tonight there are 12, like 12 of you left. And then I do a bunch of roast jokes where they use maybe one or 0.02% of all of the jokes I do. I mean, literally, I think they should do a gag reel of all the jokes that I said oh, that didn't sure. make it. It would, would be, be amazing. Great, that would be great. All the yeah. roast jokes are so... You don't even have to have the guy that I'm roasting. You would just know exactly what I'm talking about. Like a 20-minute episode. Do you guys episode. write those jokes? Yes. Yes. Andrew and me and um, and and Bill all like get together and we write all the jokes because usually the guys come out and they look so sad. So we just write jokes of like, did you guys just find out Joe Rogan was canceled again? Did you guys just find out that OnlyFans isn't allowing nudes? Did you guys just find out that Snapchats can be saved? What's wrong with you guys? You look so sad. Did you just, and then Andrew wrote the joke. Did you guys just find out that no matter what you do, you'll never be as fuckable as Pete Davidson? Like these things of like, you guys look sad. Why did, did you just find out that, um, you know, I don't know. We had, sh- I-, I looked him up this weekend cause I was looking for like the crowd. hair thing, the chest hair, the asshole that was, that made it. That oh was yeah. Fun. You have, you have less hair than my asshole. Yes. <laughs> On your chest. On your chest. Dude, that joke I love. That was so funny. Yeah. yeah dude, those, so are, those are, um, those are some of the most fun moments obviously, but yeah, the fact that they don't use like, they use like less than, but less than one per episode. Seriously. But you know what it is? I think it's like... They just don't have room. They just don't have room. It's just... 
10 episodes i would maybe ask them next time instead of airing a date of errands let's just air, air a bunch of jokes of nikki's that we couldn't have time for instead of abs <laughs> well, while we show aaron's abs while we they hear our mm. jokes yeah it's just like a me like you know it's a juxtaposition of me over it with like yeah. waves crashing in the background just saying jokes that would be amazing a montage um so then i go out and do cold reads and i just go like okay mia who are you limiting tonight Mia, who are in your bottom two? Mia, who are you in your bottom two? Your bottom two, Mia, who are they? So I just do a duff, bunch of different versions. Then Tamaris, then Louise, then Casey, what are you? F-boy or nice guy? Casey, F-boy. So some of those times where you see me go, it's like from the cold read where no one was standing there. Then we go into, then they bring the girls out and I talk to them without the guys there just so that they feel a little bit freer to say things that maybe we want, we need, we would like them to say, but like they wouldn't feel as comfortable with all the guys. Then they bring out the guys. But most, I will say the most of the stuff you see that airs from eliminations, I would say 90, 99% of it, which I'm remembering for next season so I don't have to do cold reads anymore, is all at live it's all we do everything mm-hmm. the same way there's some stuff we get just in case so i had to get clean reads of it is what it's called but most of it is all uh, everything you're seeing is happening in the moment and um the biggest things you're missing out on from the eliminations that get cut around are how fucking long it takes people when they walk off to oh. recompose themselves and do an interview while they so if Mia walks off because she's having a panic attack or like just like really upset with Peter and she walks off which is great TV thank you Mia you're doing the right thing everyone has to wait about 40 minutes because it means she has to have her meltdown which is going to take however long someone's going to go comfort her which will also take however long then she will have to be then individually interviewed you know when you see on reality shows where the person's just like standing off to the side it's called a uh on otf on the fly so it's like an interview you get while the show's happening on the fly it's not scheduled so they take you and put you by a palm tree and they interview and you and your hair's blowing in the wind and you're like i just really don't understand why peter said that those are called otf on the fly so then they have to get her doing that to explain why she went off camera and then finally everyone's like Mia's coming back Mia's coming back and then it's places and but during that time we're all kind of um another lingo word stop down so we're all just like waiting around and i sit down on the couch with the boys and i'm not i'm not talking to them because I'm not really allowed to, but like, I don't have anywhere to sit next season. I'm definitely going to have a place to sit <laughs> because everyone's sitting besides me, even though I'm the host and I probably should stand. So I probably will still be standing. Okay. I'm shirtless looking in the mirror. Yeah, it's tough. And if you guys want to catch um, Robin, my makeup girl had a terrible fall during this one. If you look at where I'm standing on a wide shot, you know, wide meaning like you see the Robin whole fell. Yes, dude. You were down in the green room, probably. <laughs> at my chest, yeah. I, it probably was. You, we had just gone up to... Uh, Where did she at, fall? So, you know, when I'm standing there by the pool at elimination, yeah. right to the right of me, I'm facing the ocean, right to the right of me is this tiny sliver of concrete that is carved out so that there can be water from the one pool to the next. And it is probably six inches long or six inches wide. And, uh, and she... Anyone... Could have fallen and her foot just goes into it and I was so scared her leg was going to break. Thank God it didn't. But just look for that sliver and know that that was very treacherous. <laughs> Final thought. A couple more questions. All right. I don't know if you can answer this. Did the okay. producers yes, tell Yes, I fucked one of the whales. <laughs> <laughs> Did, Did the, the producers, producers tell, Danny? tell Danny to check on Mia? No. No. You know what? I think he probably got permission because Mia was in a place that the F-boys... We're not to go, but I'm 
positive mm. yeah, I don't that at that. that point in the show, if they were trying to get anyone to do anything, they would have asked Peter to do it. So the reason that you know they didn't ask Danny is because at that point, Danny really didn't have much of a chance with Mia. Yeah. That, if you look back, was the turning point because Danny took it upon himself to be actually concerned about Mia in a real way and go find her and comfort her. And, and so that's kind of where you Peter was look looking for it. a new beanie at that time, so he couldn't... Yeah, he get was looking for um, you know, the new winter collection from Zara that he like had up in his room, you know, like a new scarf or some shit. Man, like he's changed. Nikki have changed. That was a good Peter, dude. Yeah. No, like seriously, Everything man, like, like it's just like yeah, who you just, are. Like, as a per- you know what like, annoys me about these guys? You just have to like believe in yourself. If, if you not are an F boy who wants to go on the show next season or a nice guy and you are Please look for other ways. When these women want compliments, I know that you think being an F-boy, you're trying to hide your F-boyness, even if you're a nice guy. And when you compliment women, stop saying you're so strong, you're, you know, you're driven, you're like, you know, like independent. Women, okay, that's nice. Say it once, but stop Stop dancing around the thing you want to say. The thing that is natural to you to say is, I want to fuck you. You're extremely hot. You've got a great face. You've got great legs. You've got a great ass. Give These women, including me, and I'm not saying do this to me on the show, but no woman on this show <laughs> does not want to hear that. Look at the way they're dressed. And these women can't Mercedes get those kind of Mercedes does it comp- very well. Good. Because he's smart. I know. He's so smart because these girls are starved for those compliments because every guy is trying to toe the line and seem like a nice guy by not focusing on the sexual elements of these girls. You can still be a nice guy and want to fuck us. Do you know that? Well, Benedict has that trouble in the show of of being sexual because he looks very sexual. He's a very sexual man, like looking wise. Mm. But then because he works on his body a lot. Yeah, he's just strong cheekbones. He looks like an F boy, I think. Yes, if, he if does. You saw him he in does the real his world. eyebrows. He has, yeah, like he said, like, resting up boy She face. gives me an Just opening. Hilarious. Oh, he called um, Jason Mraz on steroids about Tom, which was so funny. Oh, that is oh, funny. Yeah, that was yeah, so good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dude, Tom punching that table. Tom is Tom gets a lot of airplay. Yeah. And he, he just looks like the rock. The man made out of rocks, you know, from uh, yes, he seems never like you were story. saying that he eats rocks. Bop, yeah, he bop, eats bop, rocks. Bop, bop, bop. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love Tom. Tom wrote me a DM and he said, "Sorry, I took the show so seriously. I don't know what I was doing." And I was like, "No, Tom, Aww. you were you like, need that, and it was real." That. And he feels embarrassed now that he was taking it so seriously because after the fact, he's just being mocked constantly. There's like a trumpet, like kind of playing behind him when he walks or does anything, and he's a sad being trombone. mocked constantly. Trombone, that's what I meant. Um, thank you, Noah. <laughs> you're, you're always on me about my wind instruments, and you always keep me humble. Um, but uh, he, it was really sweet of him to say, Nikki, I'm sorry I took the show so seriously. And I was like, no, Tom, I like that you did, because you know what? He brought sincerity to it. He really did journal. He really did. He does love Tamaris. Like, he, I'm so excited for you guys to see the finale of this, how it all shakes out. Um, and thank God ha- these oh, guys sorry. took it seriously. I think it's just hard because... You don't, you you under, you hear. I love Tamaris. I, I I do everything for. Her. 
we don't see enough of that to really understand the bond and how much time they've yes. spent together. And now let me just so say that they makes spent him look silly. A lot of time together, yeah. and he's a little. I can tell he's a little frustrated right now at like they didn't show that enough. And yeah. so, if you are wondering the t- why the connection between Tom and Tamaris is so strong, or why Tom is acting this way, yeah. just know there's a lot of things you didn't see because it had to be cut for time. But they really did have a, a intense connection that we all knew about, and. Um, and I, but I'm so excited for you guys to see the finale and follow all these um, F boys and things on Instagram if you're a part of the show because these guys are like constantly going live with each other and and divulging things about the show and and they are much more loose lipped than even I am I think because they don't you know have a, a third season riding on it so anyway thank you for watching the show today or listening to the show uh, we'll be here all week don't be cut and Jack, Jack the boy off <laughs> Jack Boy Island. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You gotta check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.